Lime. Duh. Uh, 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 wah, 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 wah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do a podcast, baby. Why not? Hello. Wrestling podcast, or as the podcast one time Newman referred to as the what did you say? Uh, what I said was the comedians of podcast, the comedians of and podcast. I still think it's a better name. Welcome to the comedians of podcast, the comedians where podcasts break down wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dead Black, a.k.a. Dunsky, Black Kamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. A.k.a. Don Strowman, the Patreon Don. The King of Ja... Bruh. <laughs> Knees, aka <laughs> Donnie Capri from that time I traveled to Italy. AKA the modern day Goof Haraja. WWE Champion Jinder Mahal. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, 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 wee, gabba, 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 wee, gabba, 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 uh, or it'd be fine. She's damn. I'm going to do new man. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action. Being prepared for a night <laughs> she'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy caliente wrestling reactions. Oh, you know what that sound means. That means it's time to introduce the man sitting to my front, Nasty Newman, Alex Newman Hagen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, woof, woof. I gotta tell you, this podcast, mm-hmm. we started this podcast. I was in a shit mood. Yeah. Okay. Does that change? And then I was doing the intro, and I, I'm having a good time. I'm back, baby. <laughs> what did I tell you? I'm already back. Hold on, let me take a let me just get this kicked off right. Yeah, you know, oh, uh, what flavor? Lime. Oh, Didn't bad. you hear the intro? Yeah, bro? I did hear the intro. I shouldn't have asked. Anyway, listen. We could have been COP. Cop, cop nation. No sirens instead of moose. Look at that. <laughs> Comedians of podcast. Yeah. Cop. Look at that. Yeah. Hey, everybody, uh, uh, before we get into the show. That's what everyone loves to hear on a podcast. Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. (laughs) This is a visual medium. Hey, I know. Should we cut this out? No, we don't have the capability. Don't have the budget. Your next stop, the Jubilee Okay. Anyway. All right. Wait, Anosh, can we actually fix that? 
Shots oh! uh, I, I didn't get you. I didn't <laughs> Never get you. Have got me once. <laughs> got you once. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Comedians Wrestling, the most inside podcast on the, in the world. Uh, um, we talk about professional wrestling, the world of, and uh, we do it all year round, baby. Hey, also we got a Patreon. If you're digging the show, you're listening to the show, you want to support the show, you should be supporting the show. Besides just rating us five stars and subscribing on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. because that matters a lot. Takes one second. I know most of you are listening on, on iPhones. Just scroll down and uh, just hit five stars. That's it. Write a little review, right? Dan and Newman, they rock. Anosh, he's doing his best, yeah. right? Something like that. Okay, and uh, oh, you can support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Help us on there. Help support me. Make my independent wrestling film and help us uh, 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 help us uh, support, just keep the, the, the fucking lights on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but also... You get rewards. We got bonus episodes on there, uh, uh, weekly bonus episodes. Our bonus episode this week, which will be available at the, uh, just at the couple bucks, $5 tier. That's it. Will be our review, our movie dissection of a movie with a professional wrestler in it for Avengers Endgame, yeah. which for about four minutes has a professional wrestler <laughs> in it. And it counts. It counts. That counts. That's how loose we do it. Um, and uh, that'll be, we'll be joined by Sarah Claspel and Beth Appel. So, I think we'll also probably talk a little bit about Game of Thrones in there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think uh, I think that episode's gonna be. To be honest, that episode I think is gonna be a long good time. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Oh, we'll be recording that after this. Also, um, you can cash in and get your opinion on the show. You, all you gotta do, you leave us a voicemail at three one six. 5302429316316 blow my mind gaba gaba weed yeah um <laughs> cool all right um yeah anyway Join our Patreon for uh, every fifth patron. We're giving out a free Calmania shirt. We had all those announcements ne- last week. I think we should just get into it. Let me tell you, we're talking about uh, uh, Newman. Before we get into wrestling, and look, I'll just give you a little preview of Raw and SmackDown this week. Yeah. I thought they were both terrible. Okay. And for new listeners to the show, we're not overly negative here. No. We, we This is a celebration of what we like about pro wrestling. We... Acknowledge the problems WWE. We acknowledge the problems with the writing, with uh, the execution, with uh, the some of the the lack of charisma. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but we also celebrate the high level of talents on here. But I gotta say, this was, you know, the big complaint with Raw and SmackDown in professional wrestling is like, and WWE product in general is that they're extremely repetitive. Right? Is that they kind of follow formulas. But I, I can't think of a week where I was. It was so obviously the same shows as last week. Yeah, I feel like I've no, I noticed a while ago that they. I mean, they kind of do this. Like every two weeks, it's is like every two weeks the story advances. Because uh, I had gotten it down. I was like, what's like the, the the longest you can take right to not be a casual fan? Right, like you're still in, and I think you could probably watch every three weeks and still be. Yeah. Up on everything because they repeat. So like one city raw SmackDown story next week, same story. Then the next week they move on. But yeah. then the next week after that, it's the same story. Then the next week they move on. So you could watch every three weeks and be okay. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think that's totally true. Um, I, I've, I've rarely had a week where I watched it and was just like, wow, that like, I, I didn't gain much here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we like uh, the Bray Wyatt Firefly segment was cool, but it was like didn't 
it didn't grow on it enough from last <laughs> week where I was like, oh, I like where they're going. It's just kind of another one. The Alistair Black promo was was better, but mm-hmm. it was like, here's an like, he, all right, he's doing promos. It was just, I, and we'll get into we'll get into the details because there are some small stuff that I did like, mm-hmm. but I do think this was a week where outside of WWE was, was dominated. Yeah, um, which is not surprising because we are in. AEW, we're in double or nothing season, right? right? Speaking of which, our cow sticker, mm-hmm. our AEW tribute sticker, going out to all patrons for hitting 150 patrons. Uh, and if you are part of our patrons from uh, from two of 200, if uh, you are guaranteed that sticker, which is a heavy duty indoor outdoor sticker, you're looking at it. It's on yeah. my laptop. What do you think, bro? I think it's got a look that some people would call translucent. <laughs> And those people would be well, wrong. Yo, so this sticker looks dope to me. Like, the, the way it's printed has an element of it that I'm saying is either translucent or metallic or hologrammy. It's very cool. Yeah. Three, three What strikes. would you call three what strikes. I'm talking about? Are you, are you thinking of, like, okay, are you talking about the overall sheen that the sticker has or the quality of, like, the silver and gold letters? No, I'm talking about if it hits the light the right way, like you could see that it has kind yeah. of a. I would call that straight up just like glossy. Or but like, is it glossy just mean like shiny? Like yeah. isn't this one glossy? No, no, that one's just not. I mean, that, that one, one has a gloss finish on it. Like, yeah, but that looks more matte than that one yeah. does. Well, look. Either way, we're right now. We're comparing the new sticker and the not the old sticker, the classic sticker. Right. What do you think a hologram is? I think oh, a hologram, do you mean like a holofoil, like a card, like a like, yeah, yeah. I mean like how like uh, I got no way to describe well, I'll say this. this. It looks like hard plastic. Like it looks like a hard. I'm saying if hologram is a spectrum, and look nowadays everything's a spectrum. That's true, right? Yeah. My you cable, know? my cable's a spectrum. Your, my cable's a spectrum. <laughs> my, the two things in my life that are a spectrum is my cable and my sexuality. Yeah. And um and so um and mine's all the way to ten for straightness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows that. <laughs> it's a little classic. So don't fucking tell anyone. <laughs> okay. Just gonna look at dudes. Uh, um. I guess he's good looking. I don't know. I don't yeah. Whatever. He's, he's hot. I took his dick. Whatever. Um. Okay. But really regressing here. Yeah. Uh. But uh. Uh, I would say that if this was a hologram spectrum, it would be a one. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Like a low hologram. And just when I hear hologram, I think sort of there's like that, uh, there's like multiple colors involved when it, right. like the light hits it and it has sort of yeah. like a foil... Look, Did we, didn't I do a talk, didn't the straightest guy in the world stop by this podcast one time? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a long time ago. <laughs> you remember that guy? Yeah, <laughs> that guy, uh, that it's, it's not surprising he's gone. Yeah, but uh, we uh, we we had him stop by. Yeah, we gotta figure I, out what happened. I forget. Was. Yeah, I for- was the, he was a wrestler whose gimmick was that he's the straightest man in the world. Yeah, but because he was so straight, he was so comfortable with his sexuality that he's very gay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 He was like it wasn't. Yeah, I kind of remember him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, something to forget. We might even just have to edit that out. All right. Look, the point is the sticker's cool. Yeah. Right. The sticker's very cool, regardless of the words you use. Jabroniac and Petroniac Joe uh, Rivera is already on his car. I saw that. And so that's the one thing I didn't realize when I printed the first stickers that you guys were going to put them on cars. Yeah. I assume when you think sticker, you think laptop. Mm-hmm. No. Amp. Like the side of a guitar amp. And amp, yeah. That's, you know, you're a uh, boogenhagen. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, so uh, you get our sticker. Uh, but yeah, like AEW is dominating. They're doing some really uh, 
some uh, uh, cool stuff. Guys, you were really, you know, I, I told you before we started recording that I was having a shit day. Yeah. And you both are pushing me already. I'm, how are we pushing you? you? I mean, you're both just completely. This guy doesn't know what a hologram is. <laughs> you're, both, you're both, I mean, first off. I know she's the engineer, uh-huh. and he's picking on me on the mic. I mean, I don't know if that's what that role is supposed to be. You know what I mean? I think I, I would think that that's by design a support role, right? Especially of the host. But I mean, you're, you you think, I expect more from. You could think of it this way though: like if Anosh, if the if Anosh is picking on you, then like what territory have you stumbled into to where now you're fair game for Anosh? It's true. Truth. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, Touche. But I will say that this. was that was a burn right there. <laughs> House. I got you. Not yeah. for nothing, but if you're getting burned by a nose, yeah. I mean, what are we talking about? You got to think about how stupid that sticker <laughs> comment really, really was. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, guys, I'm not going to stoop to your level. I mean, this guy, I got no respect for a nose. <laughs> so if you're getting roasted by him, I, I mean, no you're respect. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, 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 I was like mailing out all. Let's. I, I feel like we're. Talk, I'm over talking the stickers, yeah. but I will say like I'm a real one man band with this stuff. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So I was like trying to mail them out, and I'm like, yo, I gotta like I can't. We have a, we have too many patrons now. Where like I I used to just handwrite all the envelopes. All right. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that takes fucking forever. Forget about forever. It kills my wrist. Yeah. We don't write anymore no. in this society. So that that muscle memory is gone. Yeah, whenever I sign my name now, it's yeah. just I just drag a pen across the fucking paper. I'm like, that's yeah. it. That's the best you're getting. And like I refuse to slow down, but I need to go yeah. slower. And then my wrist is fucking killing me. So I spent like all day trying to figure out how to print on labels. You know, oh, like go yeah. to staples. And I'm like, and uh uh but then like you're like, all right, cool, you just download the format. All right, download the CSV from Patreon. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. You copy and paste it in. It's not formatted. I think I spent way more time making labels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then while I'm making these labels, I'm spending all day. Yeah. I want I was like, all right, I'll spend the morning doing this and then I'll work on my script. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then it's taking me so much longer. And as that happens, I get email. People are dropping Patreon while I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Like you're like, Race oh my against God, the clock, I'm yeah. going to kill myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 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 no, you know, no, no knock. It was, it was a lot of people, you know. It was it was a single email. Right. But while you're sending somebody a, somebody a sticker, they're like, he deleted his pledge, you know. I thought it was funny. That, and then I, go, I drive to audition in Santa Monica. Ugh. Which, guys, if you don't know. There's no parking. Yeah. Right? So you literally, they're like, they, they literally call a hundred people to audition, right? Yeah. And then you get there. Guys, all I do is auditions. You get there, and there's literally this place. It's not like the lots full. Mm-hmm. These places don't have lots. Yeah. And they also don't to, even have four spots. To paint the picture for you, everybody who's listening who doesn't know Santa Monica. <laughs> Santa Monica is a beach community, so literally... Uh, if you look at the entire area, 50% of it is the ocean. So you're not parking there. It's yeah. So you have 50% left off the bat less parking than other places in Los Angeles. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. And not to mention that it's it's a super wealthy area, right? So the way it works is like if you park somewhere that's not a parking spot, you will 100% get a ticket. Yeah. Like they do everything they can to keep Lebowski out of Santa Monica. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And like it is exact. Well, by the way, it's so amazing. I all those. I, I didn't step foot in, in California until I was like twenty five. I think uh-huh. twenty six, maybe the first time I ever came here. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, 
Like I never, n- not even L.A., just California. So like all the movies I saw that took place in L.A., I'd never even like understood the culture. And then when I go back and rewatch, it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this yeah. is L.A. Especially Big Lebowski. I was like, I get, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I never even like, th- I didn't even stay know the, where they were. Yeah, stay but, the fuck out of my beach community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't realize how much like a Dickensian player they were in the, in the, in the world. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah. how much L.A. is like part of it until yeah. I got here and was like, what a way to play. They have no parking. No. You know what I mean? And so you're like, all right. So it's just a bunch of, if you guys, you got to just see this in your life. Like you see a bunch of actors and they're all dressed for the same role. You know what I mean? <laughs> they all like, kind of look like you. Yeah. They're all this, this, we have to wear a suit to this. Yeah. And it's the callback. So everybody's wearing a suit. Like the first time some people are like jeans and a blazer, maybe, you know right. what I mean? And they're like, some guys are just not, they're wearing like a button down, you know? Yeah. But then you get to the callback. Everyone's like, all right, I better dress up. Cause I'm even in front of the client. That's how the callbacks work or whatever. And then you're like, <laughs> you you just see a bunch of people fighting for spots and roles. Yeah. So you're fighting for a spot. You know what I mean? So then you awkwardly fight for a spot with someone, and then you get in. You you're reading with them. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And you're just like you motherfucker. So this one, let like, me park here, you piece of shit. There's no lines in this. Okay. Yeah. It's like me and a big t- big celebrity. You yeah. know what I mean? And like I'm just like at a wedding, and then you literally like. Like, I, I, I drive and I sit an hour in traffic to get to Santa Monica. An hour. Can't get a spot. Fighting for spots. Finally, I park. I'm like, I don't know. I might get a spot. I get there. I get there. You go in and they're like, all right. So she, uh, the board, here's your eyeline. This is going to be uh, Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And then, well, that's who it is. But like, they're, <laughs> like, uh, uh, they're like, all right, done. Okay. She's going to say something weird and you make an awkward look. You know what I mean? And you're like. So you have to make like and a... And like, uh, hey, that was great. You're done. Now drive another hour back home. <laughs> How come they can't do video fucking auditions for shit like I that? I don't know, but it's like the craziest way. It's the craziest... I think, you know, anyway. I mean, yeah, and then on top of all so that... On top of all that, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't even matter what face you make because the client has a person in their brain mm-hmm. and the person who walks through the door who looks yeah. the most like what they already have in their brain is the person who's going to get it. They know in the first right. five seconds. It doesn't yeah, matter. It really doesn't matter. And by the way, uh, we were supposed to have Ron Funches on the app today and he got stuck uh, on uh, on set and uh, had Sorry. to reschedule. But we already have a date rescheduled with him so he will be coming in and he was sad to miss and he says to you guys, what's up? No, he didn't say that. <laughs> he, didn't say, he said, what's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> you know he talks. Classic Funches. Yeah, he talks yeah, yeah. just like that. He goes, what's up? My dudes. <laughs> uh, was it a, was it a Capital One commercial? It, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I auditioned for one with Jennifer Garner too. I was supposed to play a hockey player. Yeah, I don't look like a hockey player. Really? But I'm a very good hockey player. <laughs> so it was very. It hurt. It broke my heart. We didn't sign an NDA for this, right? So we yeah. can talk about this one anyway. Uh, like American uh, sorry Express about that. I'm sorry about that. You don't yeah. read. That's because you're still I know. American, bro. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're proud to be an ocean. <laughs> okay, so anyways, <laughs> my point is that, like, and then I come over to do the pod, and uh, great with and, with uh, four other no's in my inbox of Hollywood <laughs> fucking with me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid day of no's. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about wrestling. What do you say? In, in yeah, let's do it. That's a, uh, all right. Let's hit a. Uh, you know, all right. Here, let's listen to the occasion. What's up, Jabroniacs? It's Nathan Pierce from Knox County. Yes. Oh, Kansas mayor. Mayor Kane. Wow. Uh, I want to cash in. Uh, I know you've had some cash ins recently about uh, how great the show's been, and uh, I kind of wanted to keep that going. 
Uh, honestly, I don't really have much takes. I really didn't watch much this week. Uh, I know the Becky Lacey brawl was awesome, and uh, Lacey's really uh, coming through as a great character. And Sami Zayn's just my absolute favorite thing uh, in wrestling. Uh, but I, I just wanted to give a phone call, let you guys know you guys are awesome. Uh, I've been going through some tough times lately, and I really look forward to uh, putting on a new episode of Cal, listening to it, getting the best takes, getting great comedy. Uh, you guys have really been keeping me going, and I really appreciate it. Much love to you, Dan, Newman, Anosh, all you guys, everyone in the Facebook community. Discussions are always fun. Everything's just been awesome with uh, the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group and Comedians of Wrestling as a whole. And I just want to say I love you guys so much. Cheers up. Yo, cheers up, Nathan. Cheers up. Thanks for supporting the show, and thanks for uh, cashing out on that. This one did, I did know this one was going to be a uh, uh, blow smoke my ass, but I told you I was having a bad day, and so we wanted to have, but no, uh, uh, dude, I want to say, uh, 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 you know, all the feedback, I love it. Like, it, it really helps me, especially when I'm, I'm sitting there and mailing the stuff out. It is a... Uh, uh, it's so easy to push through because of how great of a community we have yeah. and uh, how vocal you guys are <clears throat> about your support for uh, uh, what we're doing. And so even when I'm having a day, by the way, it sounds like I know your problems. They can't be as tough as parking in Santa Monica for a, <laughs> for a commercial audition, right? Yeah, no matter what you're going through. No matter what you're going through, just think about what I went through, okay? <laughs> think about what I did. Two hours of traffic, okay, to maybe book a job where I'd work for maybe... <laughs> Four hours. Yeah. Okay. And to keep, I mean, also, Santa Monica is 10 miles away. <laughs> well, that, that's to put it in perspective, uh, yeah. you guys. Um, guys, let's, let's put this in perspective. These are huge mess. Yeah, yeah, these are huge highways, but, uh, but you're not going far at all. No. <laughs> but no, thanks, man. I'm telling you that, like, when I sit there and the labels are taking me longer than one, and I get frustrated. Um, and by the way, I had to buy uh, 200 stamps. Oh. Okay? So I went to the post office, and I was like, hey, can I get... What's that, like $60 dollars 200 stamps? stamps, right? Yeah. And the guy was like, whoa. Like... If you work at the post office, that's not a lot it of stamps. It can't be a lot of stamps. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy yeah. was like, <laughs> the guy was like, 200? You sure? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I need 200 you found, stamps. You found yourself in a Curb Your Enthusiasm scene. <laughs> right. Where it's like, whoa. It's like, whoa. What are you, what are you surprised by that? that? That can't be a lot to you. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, I was like, and then I said that, and then I was like, I also need 20 international stamps. And yeah. he was like, Jesus. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. By the way, I don't know the post office. What are you opening up your own post office? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I don't know if this is just my post office, but I think it's all of them because I've I've mailed things from other post office before. Okay, the rumors <laughs> they're true. All right, uh, PayPal. So anyway, uh, I, I, do you know when you if you ever tell me you ever go to buy stamps and you're like, hey, let me get uh, I need like twenty stamps uh-huh. and then they like. Don't know where they are. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, like the guy behind the counter? Like they don't have it laid out like a normal store. Right. That would just be like here. Yeah, the stamps are right here. Like pull them yourselves, <laughs> or like they literally have like you know those like plastic envelopes. Yeah. That like 
<laughs> you know, I don't yeah, know yeah, what, yeah. what you right? Like accordion, like the plastic accordion. And they look files. at me and they're like, "Look, I only have." You're like, "I only have like it's our Elvis." I give you six Elvis and yeah. four American flags. Is that good? You're like, "You're the fucking post office." Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, you like, don't excuse have. Like, me, I don't mean to be ignorant, but aren't these made here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like you asked your grandpa for stamps, right. and he's like going through a drawer. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you're like, "This is the United States Postal <laughs> Service." <laughs> <laughs> Can I get six Elvis stamps? Uh, let's see what we have here. Uh, oh, this is a letter your grandmother wrote to me. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like that. It's the equivalent if you ask somebody like, hey, do you have stamps? You're like, I think I have some. Right, yeah, just anybody. If you do that, there, you're like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gelson's has them right, right on hand. They have, right. them, they have them locked up in a box. As long as something's not run by the government, right. it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Gelson not- somehow <laughs> manages to pull off stamps and sushi. Yeah. Postal <laughs> Service can't even pull off stamps. What, 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 uh, uh, what, oh, I, by the way, I just got an email from Patreon that said there's an RSS feed issue, uh-huh. and I also, someone messaged me and said that one of the links was dead, hmm. so I think... Patreon is working to fix that. Okay. Uh, so it's a Patreon only issue. Okay. Patreon's doing some of the finest work. You what? Hate, you hate to see it, folks. You hate to see mm-hmm. it. You hate to see it. <laughs> and you know, no one has more respect for Patreon than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm saying this is not a political issue. Yeah. Why is anything run by the government like. Not done right. Sure. So I have a theory. Because there's, there's enough money. Whether you vote left or right, right? Right. There's enough money in there for it to be run, like, a lot smoother. Right. So <laughs> the issue is that yeah. nothing is run well, whether it's government or private. Well, they can't right? even give it a veneer of, of, of So well. here's why, By right? the way, it's a professional wrestling podcast. You, if you're a government employee, yeah. you cannot be fired. Like IRS you or Ron Shyster? be fired. Right? It's like impossible Yo. to be fired. You literally have to murder somebody okay. to be fired as a postal worker. Right. Therefore, all like uh, uh, incentive to be customer oriented is just not an issue. It's not a stake to them. Yeah. So you're getting what they have. And if you don't like it, go to Amazon or something. They don't give a fuck. Mm. You don't give a fuck. You're totally correct. Like, so I, uh, I when I was uh, starting out as a, uh, uh, an accountant after. Um, uh, college, mm-hmm. like uh, a couple years in, I had like some employees underneath me. By the way, I'm studying improv every night. Yeah, and you have <laughs> subordinates. I'm literally, I, I'm like so focused on comedy that I don't even delegate out the work. So like I, I end up staying. <laughs> I end up going to do comedy show. I go change in like a McDonald's bathroom. Right. Go do improv. Come back to work. Do all the work I should have given my employees. But I didn't give it to them when they were there. Right. You know what I mean? It's too busy G-chatting about fucking Herald auditions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 but my point is I had this one employee who would leave at 5 o'clock every day. Right. And this is like the private sector, right? Like, you don't, you like, you, you leave when the job is done. Sure. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, is bullshit in its own right. Also, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I know we could talk about, yep. right? Also, this this we we got into that before we started recording, like yeah. the culture of getting the job done, which we could tie into the we, ref breaking his leg, yes, uh, which we'll get into. So we will tie this into pro wrestling. But like to one point, and I'd be like, "Hey, look, you're leaving, but we're all staying." Right. And she just would leave every day, leave, 
Good and she'd be like, when she's done, she would leave. Good for her. And I was like, I don't know what to do here. Like, I'm not going to fire somebody. You think yeah. I'm going to fire somebody? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to do it. You think I'm going to say something like, you fired? Like, <laughs> you know, like, I had to like write them up. I'm like, I'm not writing somebody up. Yeah, like, it's I, don't, I don't want anything to do with people losing money right. just for this fucking place. Anyway, point is that, guys. Support, support, support me on Patreon because if we come back here, uh, if I gotta go back to that, to yeah. that, those jobs. Anyway, the point is that then she left, and then I heard she was working for the IRS. Mm. She left to go work for the IRS, which means you leave at like five o'clock, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm why wouldn't the, the? I'm just saying, government jobs should work just match the private sector, right? They should do work the same. Uh... Yeah, I mean, well, there's like the pitfalls, right? It's like there's no accountability. So the private sector, there's no accountability, right? There's no way to like change any of that. You can't right. vote Comcast out of the private sector, right? Right. Uh, and so like, that's like the pitfall of 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 private. There's pitfalls of of public. Uh, but the main point is, uh, leave when your shift is over. Let's talk about the ref. Okay. Because you 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 tied this into the referee. So for people in uh, one of the NXT referees this weekend, I believe he uh, broke his leg mid match and finishes the match. Yeah, makes you know for I mean? a great wrestling moment. And it's like pretty badass. Like he finishes it and he, he gives the X for himself. Did you know about the X call? Yes. Because you know I'm such a mark that I'm not interested. But yeah, uh, yeah. like if you get the X means like yo he's really hurt. Yeah. yeah but you give an match. X for stop the match he, to do it for yourself yeah. is like insane. Yeah. Um. Did yeah, he so, do it before? Like, did he do it after the finish? I don't know. He threw I didn't up the see X? it. So I think it makes, I didn't see the X. I read about him giving the X. It makes for an awesome moment in wrestling, right? For sure, right? But I would like to address the idea uh, that doing your job while you're sick, while you're hurt, yeah. while you're depressed, while you're not feeling well, uh, uh, toughing things out right. is not necessarily a virtue when it comes to your day job or even if it's like your dream job like you should be taking care of yourself so dude i i agree there there's so much culture of like them manipulating you to like right. work harder than you should for less money than you should because you're like you don't want to be the guy not doing it right. so then when you stand up for the fact you're like i'm not being paid for that right exactly and it's like it's it's the same i mean it's it's a different talk about spectrums right on one end of the spectrum it's like going to work with the flu yeah. Right? And being like proud of like, oh, I'm here. I'm sick though, but I'm here. I'm working. Right? right. That is conditioning where you're like, oh, my job is my life. My boss is my life. I have to please my boss and keep my job. So I have to be here while I'm right. sick. Your boss doesn't give a fuck about you. He will fire you whether he, you want it to happen or not. He will fire you whether you came in sick or not. You're not building rapport. You're not right. gaining points. You're not stashing away like uh, 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 sweat equity towards your job because you're working sick. Uh, that goes triple for if your fucking leg is broken, you don't have to finish yeah. the match. It makes for an awesome wrestling moment. I think it's, but they yeah, should have yeah. stopped the match the way they would have if it were a wrestler. Yeah. This is, you know what I mean? It just, it was just weird to see it framed. Like, I don't want to be, I'm not Mr. Fucking like workers, right? I mean, I am, but like, it, yeah. it was just weird to see it framed as like, oh, yeah, didn't you such say your the man's right? Yeah, the man's, the man's right. The man's right. <laughs> the yeah, man's yeah. right. Is yeah, that yeah. you say your new finish? Is the man's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it always it always connects. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is a really good point. It's like that expectation of like you should work through that injury. You're yeah, like, no, no, no. if he said, if he just like stopped. But I would say that if he, truthfully, if he, if he stopped, no one would. Maybe not. We don't know the culture. Right. 
I just mean. I feel like we need like a. It's it's really like a kayfabe shoot issue. It's right. like, like uh, it's like kayfabe in at work. It's like you like your job, right? But mm. no one likes their fucking no, job, no, no, right? No, you know no, what no. I mean? Like, <laughs> or whatever. Like, no. or I'm assuming mo- most jobs. Like, even if you're working your dream job, that thing like you'll never work a day in your life. It's like if it's on the calendar, you don't want to go. Right. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Like, so you're like, so K, but like kayfabe. Some people's kayfabe's better, but there's still an M element of kayfabe. Like people out here who literally work their dream jobs. I know people who make a living at their dreams. Yeah. Are still stressed out and don't want to wake up. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to like, oh fuck, I gotta go in there. Yeah. And there's still elements to any job, even if your dream job that you don't like right. but overall you're like loving my life and right. I could see the forest like I could see that this is beautiful right. and some people work jobs where that doesn't exist at all it's just a job yeah so yeah but, but there has to be a kayfabe like it has to be some kind of like x yeah at your job where like all right like uh, where you just go like they're like hey look um they're like we gotta get this thing we gotta get this thing done we might have to work a couple hours you gotta say to your boss like hey x yeah <laughs> like let's break kayfabe here like Look, I want to get the job done in kayfabe, but shoot, like I'm not staying here. Right, <laughs> you exactly. Know, like, like yeah. you're, a shoot, you're not paying me. That's gonna cost me more money. But then if you're confrontational about, about that, there's a culture that's like, hey, there's a culture that's like, can you believe that like Jerry's not a team player? That's and that's bullshit. It's bullshit. So I'll give you an example from my life. I was working at a company uh, during when Hurricane Sandy was hitting uh, in 2012. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, I had like 60 employees under me and there were, it, by the way, Hurricane Sandy, great, uh, gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, w- yeah. Wonderful, uh, throwback gimmick. Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, the natural disasters. If you had like kind of a, like the Brooklyn brawler could have had a run as Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. The, uh, yeah, but so like the fucking sky is green. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is a storm. This is a fucking storm of the century, right? Sky's green. Yeah. I go to my boss, who's like the president of the company, and I'm like, "Hey, I, I gotta send my people home. Like, this is right. ri- this is ridiculous." He denies my request to send them home. You gotta give Here's him the Here's why. Here's why. He goes, "There's no hurricane. There's a hurricane here. Right. There's no hurricane in California where our California clients are. There's no hurricane in oh, in Canada where our Canadian clients are. So what do they care, right? Your so, next stop." Yeah. So I go to my employees. I break kayfabe. I'm like, yeah. I throw up the X. I'm like, look. You threw up the X. I'm like, I'm sending you guys home. Scott doesn't want me to send you home. You're going home. So you threw up the X. Oh, yeah. And I sent them all did home. Did you face the repercussions? Yeah. You got fired? No, I didn't get fired. <laughs> no, he was like, you sent everybody <laughs> well, home? What was the repercussions? You got no, stunned? No, nothing. Or a sit down? There was no. Dude. You got like, hey, you I went got, against me. You know the awkward thing where you're like, hey, I'm not going to fire you, but uh, I got don't grief. do that again. I got grief, yeah. like momentarily, but they knew that like- it's a fucking hurricane. Like it's a it's a state of emergency. Right. And I was right to send them home. You have to. Your your boss doesn't fucking care about you. He's not your friend. Your work is not your family. You don't owe them anything. When your shift is over, <laughs> I think that chick who left. Yeah. Good for her. Your shift is over at five. You're fucking out the door at five. Yo, listen. I was on her side the whole time. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> I mean, you know what but I mean? Everybody listen to this. You listen to this at work. You don't let your boss tell you that you're family. Don't let them take advantage of you. When You clock in when you're there. You clock out when you leave. You don't think of that place. You don't give them an <laughs> ounce of your blood. 
They don't. They yeah, don't this care podcast about went you. Full propaganda. They don't this care about you. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. They hey don't guys, care. We're gonna be meeting, okay, in a park at four a.m. <laughs> we're gonna be and uh, it's called Project Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. His name was Robert Paulson. Okay, so look, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think yo, like here's another. Oh, what the flavor? Oh, whoa. Uh, uh, dime law. Oh, dime law. Dime law. Welcome to the podcast of comedians. So, yo, listen. Ron Mushmore. You said welcome to the comedians of podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even what I, it's not even a flip. It's no. just a. Uh, right. I just took out the word wrestling. It's just efficient. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, efficient yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, it'll be welcome to the comedians of podcast wrestling. Yeah, comma, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the comedians of podcast wrestling. Um, um, yeah, so anyway, but yeah, guys. that would be if this was a podcast. Anyway, okay, I'm yeah, over it's that. It's not a virtue. So here's the deal. Can we throw up. up the X in another context? Yeah. What about when Divorce. you work for me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw up the X. Throw up the X. Yeah. What, about, uh, what about when you work for me? Right. Like my gym thing I brought up the other week when they get give me shit at my gym for being late. Uh-huh. And I'm like having a day. I'm like, yo, it was hard for me to get here. Like I'm throwing up the X. Yeah. <laughs> I pay to go here. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What about yeah. that? Yeah. Throwing I up the X. We, we, yo, we gotta start throwing up the X. Throwing up the X to me means that you are, you're being authentic yeah. and you're being honest. Yeah. And you're like, look, this is how I feel about this yeah. and I'm not gonna be moved by your kayfabe, like, uh, attempts to move me. Listen, guys. I'm going if home. you cash in about throwing up the X, I want to hear cash ins. Yeah, when have you thrown up the X? <laughs> when have you thrown up the X? And I want, and I want you to I physically one. throw up the X. Three, one, six. Five three zero two four two nine. I got one from uh, a couple of days ago. I was on set for uh, this uh, like web series thing, and uh, it was a union job. Yeah, uh, I had to get uh, Taft Taft Hartleyed, right? Because I'm not part of the union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so we they, don't need to explain that. They had <laughs> us there. They had us there. Uh, we were background. We did what we had to do, uh, and then some of the other actors that they had who were not background. Um, weren't fully briefed on like what was expected of them. Right, right, right. And they needed, they asked us as background yeah. to like do those things too. Right. Uh, and one of those things was like lick peanut butter off of somebody's neck. And it was just stuff that we weren't comfortable with. Right. I threw up the X. You threw up the X. I was like, you know what? I'm opting out. I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I did what I was brought here to do. Uh, yeah, but you didn't I, physically not, throw up the X. I'm looking for people to throw. I'm looking for people. No one's ever you, done also, that. Also, you can if you're if you are super pissed off. If it's a quitting situation, if it's like Jennifer Aniston in like Office Space, where you're like, this is me expressing myself. Yeah, yeah. You can do a DX crotch chop no, as throwing say, up the X. No, I want to say you're quitting, though, that I'm saying you if have you're, to. If you're throwing up the X to stand up for yourself, right? You can just do it like this, right? Above. If above. you're quitting, it's like if you're two quitting, words it's, for a, you. it's a socket, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the yeah, lower yeah, X. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, give us your story, your cash-ins about times that you've thrown up the X by standing up for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to have physically thrown up the X because I guarantee you no one's done that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I was like, no, I'm done. I came here. I did my background work. Uh, I'm not interested in doing this extra yeah. stuff because you didn't inform mm-hmm. the other actors. You're not paying me to be featured. Well, throwing up the X happens a lot in this biz. Yeah. Because making any kind of thing is, is, there's so many moving parts in shooting and making stuff. Anyway, that's our discussion about throwing up the X. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our podcast. All right. Anyway, uh, let's. uh, Shock the system. Let's talk about uh, this. uh, 
the, let's talk about outside of WWE right now. Like, I want to talk about the double or nothing. Uh, I said last week we were talking about the road to double or nothing, and I talked about it briefly on the bonus app. Yeah. Uh, check it out. That's our uh, Cal Summit episode. But, um, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> title the, of the pot. We just wrote the exact same note. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing up the egg. So anyway, uh, 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 great. We'll do it for the picture also. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. You never know when inspiration is going to hit. So look, AEW. These do- so the Double or Nothing videos, I, I feel like now we're getting into Double or Nothing. May 25th, Double or Nothing. Big pay-per-view. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to watch it, or maybe I'll be there. Who knows? Um, but... They have these videos, Road to Double or Nothing. There's 14 of them out right now. They're YouTube videos. Now, first off, I want to say the concept of a wrestling uh, company um, doing a like road to their big show on YouTube, great idea. Yeah. Awesome. That's a great forward-thinking idea. Mm-hmm. I would say these videos have not really been like getting my juices going for the most part. Um AEW is a very confusing thing because we don't know what it is yet. They have great talent, but have no TV deal yet, announced TV deal. And they have one show coming up. There's no titles, so it's it's in its infancy. So they're signing people. But it's very straight. It is like cart before the horse in like a weird way. They're like signing people. They're spending all this money. But like we don't know what the infrastructure right. of it is. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. And remind me, I want to talk about WWE, WWE like infrastructure. Like I want to talk about... How the company works again? Yeah. Your classic conversation right, yeah, yeah. because they're talking about the superstar shakeup, and then also somebody wrote, "What is Alexa Bliss's job?" Right. And I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, in terms of that, they're like signing all this great talent, but it's like it's very strange because like, what is it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But I think we know a TV deal is looming, and we know that this show is looming, and titles will be looming, so we're all able to go there. We know there's big money behind it. They haven't. They haven't announced. What their belts are going to look like, right? Mm-mm. Have they? No. Mm-mm. But they're introducing a lot of their talent in sh- in and and there there are good moments here. Anytime that I'm sucker for anything Bucks, anything Kenny, anything the Bucks do, I don't even care if the Bucks break have kayfabe or not. Like those guys are just I'm down for them. I've uh, the utmost respect for them. The problem is that all these wrestlers that I don't know, that I'm not vested in at all, are doing shoot mm. introductions. Like you want to see them in character. Yeah, I want well I want to be like what are you? Give me your vibe. Like right. what is your what what what's your deal? The only one the only exception was uh the guy who's um fuck, why am I forgetting? It's not the psycho uh uh the guy who wears like the the Hannibal Lecter mask. Um I don't know. Shit. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, it's Anthony. Yeah, AEW it. signed Anth- Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> it's psycho. It's like maniac. <laughs> I'm looking it up. It's oh, it's havoc. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, it's at the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I think it's havoc. Uh, so that guy, like, he's so they're doing like videos of him. He's like tied up. Uh-huh. They're like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. But then, like, I told you, uh, what's his name? Britt Barber. Uh, Baker. Britt Baker. Uh, Adam Cole's girlfriend. She's like, I'm a dentist. Like, I was a dentist, but I'm chasing my dreams as a wrestler. And I'm like. Show me, like, do good wrestling stuff first. Right. You know what I mean? Or, like, show me more to, like, get me involved. Like, what does that mean? I'm not saying she needs to be, like, tying wrestlers up and, like, messing up their teeth or whatever, though. I'd like that more. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, 
That and they're like they got one wrestler. Her name is Allie. It's like I'm Allie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like hey, wants, nobody wants to fuck with Allie. Right. You know what I mean? But so it's like all right, cool. I'll watch Allie wrestle. You know, and they're setting them up for kind of like I don't want to say disaster. That's extreme. But they're setting these wrestlers up to like unimpress because it's like cool. If you don't have a lot of character, then you better be insanely great in the ring. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and then and we'll get into the Cody thing later, but they are doubling down on the fact that, like, this is the work rate, uh, this is the work rate show. Right, 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 right. Which right. I will think they will find is not the total right way to go. Right. Uh, this makes me think of, and we can put a pin in this conversation for maybe, like, an, either another episode or a bonus episode yeah. or something, but, like, it, it, it brings up that old issue for me of, like, what is a gimmick? And what... Like, uh, like, what is somebody that doesn't have a gimmick? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is a gimmick? I actually think Aleister Black is the best example of, like, down the middle. Right. Um, right now, where you're like, he does have a gimmick. Right. But he also is playing it close to the chest or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's, he is playing, you know, authentic. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like it would. So it's like, well, let's just take The Undertaker. Like Kevin Owens has a gimmick. But he probably is in real life, like what's pretty Kev angry. But what's Kevin Owens' gimmick? Because if Canadian Destroyer, right? So <laughs> I mean, but a, so a gimmick. When I think gimmick, I think but you're a plumber. Yeah, you're an undertaker. See, that's a, that's something we should qualify, right? Which is what the, is a gimmick? Is I use gimmick still, right? But you could argue that it is a not only in arc, uh, not archaic, but an out of date term. Yeah. But it also has so many meanings now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, people use gimmick, like, I mean, th Stone Cold's the most extreme example. He calls a hammer a gimmick. Right. Yeah, anything uh, he can't think of. Yeah. <laughs> anything he touches is a gimmick. Right. Right? So you're like, all right, well, whatever. But, uh, yeah, like, a gimmick, I think everyone has a gimmick, and the gimmick might be, um, here's their game. Right. But, but even then, right? So, like, what is... Like so that that the if they have a game then they have a point of view that can be isolated and like triggered right by things so it's like the point of view of Alistair Black for instance is right. that no one's good or evil uh, and he's the line he's the guy that walks the line between and he's deciding maybe and and, and I think so far this promo this week which we'll get into in yeah. a little bit but I think it kind of locked. I think he's still doing what we were kind of saying, like right. he's in that role. But I still like if he's like the watcher. Right. He's like the, he's like the the balance yeah. guy. Here's a good example: Drew McIntyre. Right, everyone yeah. in the back is soft except for me. That's well, the point one of, of the view. clearest gimmicks in my mind. But I I say Drew McIntyre has a gimmick. Yeah, his gimmick is uh, he is the. Thanos of complacency or whatever, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. he's trying to eliminate complacency. Right. Thanos wants to bring balance. His thing is balance. I'm all about balance. Like he can't sleep right. until there's fucking balance in right. the universe. Right. It so racks it, his brain. So it's clear. He's like, I have to er eradicate complacency and then I will rest with the title making soup in a cottage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Spoilers. Right. right. But like the. Uh, um, so. That's not a spoiler, right? Yeah, a little bit. But like. Uh, That's a spoiler of Infinity War, right? All right, you go. Anyway, okay, uh, so that being said, right, so like everyone else is soft, but me, I'm here to make everyone not soft. The um, uh, That's his point of view. You can trigger that with 
his opponents where it's like, oh, Kevin Owens would be a good opponent for him because it's like it, it plays his game, right? It plays into his game. Yes. Uh, so what then is, let's say— But your gimmick can also—can al always be—and this is why I always talk about money—can always be, I'm just going for the title right now. Right. Because of the cachet, the title is the gauntlet, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is the it like it gives you the power to get your goals. It gives you the platform, so right. you can always want a platform for your gimmick, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. your gimmick sometimes can be like so. That's why a guy like Bray Wyatt, who might not make sense, he can always be like, oh well, I chase this thing because it gives me resources and right. power and influence. And that's where WWE absolutely sucks where WWE sucks is at showing you the value of their titles what it does for your lifestyle like what it does mm -hmm. you know what I mean the only time I can even think that you saw the difference because look at like you could make the argument that like look Kofi gets opening segments on SmackDown now because he's the champion. But he looks the same. Right. His life's the same. Wouldn't you want to see like a ripple effect? Wouldn't you want to see the like the riches? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, wouldn't you want it to affect him? Wouldn't it be awesome if Kofi started like being like cooler than the new day? Like, I'm not saying they had to go that way. Right. But what if he started riding in his own bus? Mm-hmm. And like, there's a rift between that. I'm like, that would be cool. That would be like, oh, here's how wrestling works. Here's what we were all afraid of. Right. You know, they don't have to go that route, but it's an example of using that title. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, imagine well, that's because it's, yeah. like, that's because it's a motivation, right? And motivations can shift, and it's not necessarily locked in where it's like, oh, this is their gimmick or their game. Where like, because you can have a game in a scene and your motive and keep the game, but your motivations shift. Would you agree with that? Um, yes. So, and, yes. Then, and then with your motivations, your tactics shift, but you're still trying to get that, like... Well, to use the term game here, I'd say, is it like, it's like, uh, it's your motivation, right. just to put it simpler. Like, right. what is your motivation? And that I always think of, personally, the way I like to think of it is like, I think of it as like a wound, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you have a wound, you're trying to suture it, mm -hmm. right? Like, you're trying to heal it, and then... The your foil is trying to poke it. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then in some cases, if they, I don't think it works as well in wrestling, but sometimes they're trying because this is a, a storytelling. They're trying to uncover your wound, mm -hmm. which is your weakness. Right. So like a Thanos, right? And we keep using him, but it's like he's very powerful. He has to have a weakness. Right. What is that? Right. His Night like, King. What is the Night King's weakness? Both, right. Both are hubris, by right. the way. Uh, in what way? Both the Night King and Thanos. Oh, both of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, but, so, um, yeah. So, in terms of wrestling, I think all that applies. And that's what we always get into the argument of. And I think, actually, we had a cash-in that was kind of about this. Mm -hmm. It was like, well... <laughs> I'm expecting, and you brought this up, I'm expecting too much from WWE to right, do that. Right. But I actually think, like, they could do dumbed-down versions of this. Right. So... I mean, it's sort of like. So what were we talking about? The old, the old gimmicks are. Oh, we talking about double yeah. or nothing? Because I was yeah. going to pivot into Roman Reigns. That's but okay, yeah. but yeah, no, like, but like old gimmicks of like you're a plumber, you're an undertaker, you're a barber, you're a this, right? You're right. Uh, that is vestiges of like the old era where wrestling. So we can talk. It's like we're talking like what is WWE and kayfabe? Right. Like what is this company? So like back in the day, it, wrestling was a place where it was like. Uh, oh, this farmer is going to wrestle because right. he's a farmer and that's how you know him. He's a farmer, right? right. But now wrestling is a thing where these are athletes who compete. Like m Because of MMA, combat sports is a thing. Right. So you don't necessarily need to be like getting getting these random uh, trash truck 
you know, uh, trash men who are going to fight. No, you have athletes who are fighters and then they fight in this league. And so you don't, you can dispense with the right. like, quote unquote, hard gimmick. Okay. But at the same time, I'm saying, uh, uh, um, this is not negating you right. or, but Lacey Evans has a hard gimmick in yes. my opinion. Yes. And I think people are interested. Yes. Um, Daniel Bryan had a really hard gimmick. Yes. People are interested. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's so, not a bad thing. No, it's just... It's clarity. That's all it is. Right. It's like it's Undertaker is still the most over guy. Right. He has a hard gimmick. John Cena has a hard gimmick mm -hmm. in my mind. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, which is Captain America. Right. Right. right His right, gimmick right. is I'm the best of us. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can't like I'm all positivity. He's like the ultimate good guy. He's guile. He's uh right. Like right. he's 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 uh, Liberty Bell. Whatever. Yeah. Like that. Right. Like and he's all the hard work. He does the most make wishes and he lives the gimmick right that's to me what a gimmick like when i say gimmick i still think that so mm -hmm. when people are like gimmicks are over that's where it's like no that's not true right gimmicks are the best thing going mm -hmm. um uh, 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 a, a subtle but clear gimmick seems to be the way to the uh, the way to play it when you're at the top, but the way to get in, I still think, is big and big and clear. Right, right. John right. Cena was a rapper, and then he whittled that down to what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Walmart parking lot dad. Yeah. yeah, like RVD was like a weed extreme guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh cool. Like I get that archetype exists. He's like, if like fucking Seth Rogen was like in great shape and a wrestler or whatever you're like cool like you know right, and right. it kind of represents the thing like anti-establishment you, you get that right so um yeah and then some guys like AJ Styles you're like what's his gimmick right who knows his gimmick is he's, uh, he's the best life. yeah like his gimmick is like he's the best wrestler right like he's extremely hard to beat and hard to also uh out entertain now. Look, that that's a that's a rabbit hole mm -hmm. we could go down forever. But if we get into AEW, it's like you got to sell us on these talents in terms of like, hey, I want to see where that gimmick is going. Right, right. right I right. think like Hangman Page, he has an episode of Double Road to Double or Nothing. I was like, guy, I'm sorry. You cannot be cutting promos that are like, I think I'm good. I have like room to grow. And you're like, yeah. In my mind, I'm like. Tell me like what your thing is. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you literally have like a noose around your neck. What is that? What's up with that? Is yeah. that just a visual? That's Here's it? the thing I thought. Uh, so connected with this, if you're going to dress, so you, it's okay to not have like a hard gimmick. Right. But if you're going to dress like you have a gimmick, then I want to know what it is. Right. Like Marty's the most over guy. Right. And he has a hard gimmick and he lives that gimmick. Mm -hmm. Like the villain, he really feels like all the Batman villains combined. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all like a little clumsy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah, like a and uh, like, yeah. like a Dick Tracy villain where he's like right. kind of bumbling and yeah. Um, I love that for sure. But uh, yeah, but that almost like Alistair almost verges on that to me a little bit. Like I get it. Right. I get what Alistair is because that's already part of like my knowledge base. I'm like, oh, he just he's an archetype I've seen right. elsewhere. But uh, he dresses like. He needs to be called like the Demon right. King or whatever it is, the like you know the Prince of Darkness, yeah. Alistair Black or the such and such Alistair Black. So I don't know. It's just weird, interesting area. I think. Yeah, actually, and, and let's keep it with AEW for a second, which yeah. is like the double or nothing. It's like Chris Jericho. Watch what he, when he's on there. He, I mean, the guy is incredible. Mm -hmm. He already 
And, and, and I, I'm, I'm, guys. I have to repeat this. I'm a fan of AEW. Our stickers are the AEW logo. I want more jobs for professional wrestlers. I'm excited. I hear people are getting big paydays over there. Fantastic. I'm excited to see. We'll get into it. But I'm excited to see where Dean goes if he goes over there. Like, right? If he felt like he couldn't get his vision across in WWE and on a PG product, and he's going on. The, now he's already bleeding in his promo. Let's see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to be wrong. I want everybody to succeed. Right. But watch, guys, like Jericho, he already has an angle with Cody. He already has his place in the company, a non-existent company. He already is the guy who's like, hey, every view count is from me. Right. No, you guys all think you're celebrating yourselves. The only thing that here matters is me. You should be thanking me daily. Like, Cody, what are you doing? And Cody's playing it awesome. He's like... He, uh, 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 Jericho's like the thorn in his side that he has to deal with because he's an A-plus talent right. and he knows we're lucky to have him but I'd love to fire him. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's calling up being like, what's up, you jackass? <laughs> like, it's fucking great. Yeah. You know what I mean? It gets me pumped for AEW. I love it. Uh, and and it's, it's a great spot for Jericho. But I'm saying compare him to Hangman Page, who might be their first champion, and he's super young, but he's doing wrestling long enough to try stuff. Right. And I feel like there's a there's a thing where it's like, I don't even, some of these wrestlers, I'm like, they're, I don't even, I think they're completely fine just growing only in ring. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I hope that grows. I hope that continues to grow, and I hope there's more of that, and I hope the, that pageantry grows. Um, uh, all right. Then I was kind of like, okay, on the product until we got to episode 13 and 14. And I think we got to talk about episode 14, 14 specifically, which is Cody cutting a, mo- a monologue. Yeah. And one thing I love about these road to the double or nothing videos is they don't follow a format. It's something I love about this podcast and every piece of, um, like media that I consume, uh, especially in podcast form, is that like there's a looseness to it, right? It's like we're 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 a slave to we're not a slave to the 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 podcast format. It's here, but it's here for us. We're not here for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, which is why I like being on this network here, where like we have a lot of freedom. Our episodes don't go. Oh, it's like forty minutes long. You know, <laughs> it's like no, it goes till we're 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 fucking Mark celebrating. We're right. having fun. We look forward to being in here, right? I like that there was a bottle episode of Cody just talking to camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it starts with him there. That's the format. It's not overly produced in that way. It was like, you don't know what you're going to get from these episodes. And I think that looseness, I hope, carries over. Because WWE could use more of that looseness instead of just contract signing, beat each other up, right? Right. Like they, they fall into that groove. Okay, every second segment is going to be Ricochet and Alistair getting the crowd going, <laughs> right? From right. from Shane putting them to sleep in the, in the, in the yeah. first segment, right? From the 20-minute promo. Right. So this was great. But not only that, his points are it's like, hey, this is how you compete with WB. Right. Is yeah, yeah, you yeah. shit on the foundation. Yeah. And that's pro wrestling. And Cody came out and his thing was he's wrestling his brother, Dustin Rhodes. And he's like, well, how do we make gold dust, Dustin Rhodes, matter the most? What does he represent? Let's have him be the poster boy for the Attitude Era. Mm. And let's go after. 
The Rock. And let's go after this style of matches they had where it's like we call it a no DQ match and we wrestle and hit somebody with a fucking uh, hard cam. Right. As opposed to Okada and Omega, who are the, you're telling me those matches are before, and he's painting the Attitude Era guys' attitude as holding back the progress of the younger guys, and that's what Cody stands for. Fantastic work. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And yeah. his acting is through the fucking roof. Yeah, because I it's, believe it. Yeah, because it's pre-taped. Right, and that's another thing. Me and Arnold were getting into is like the more pre-taped, the better. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Lucha Underground has some incredible pre-tape activity. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is that the WWE's selling out arenas, you know, so it's like uh, they gotta like put on a show. But I'm like, if I was producing WWE, especially with their, they, you know, they're looking to spruce it up with Fox. The live crowd, give them a dark match, yeah, and show everybody like a cool final deletion type thing or like stuff, more stuff like that. You have three hours, right? You can have a twenty-minute, like episode of something in your three hours and one match goes up right and there's a 20 minute fucking narrative where we see these characters doing things right in the kayfabe world of wwe because firefly funhouse whether you like it or not and if you don't like it you're wrong but right. fine that's an imo sitch um people are talking yeah no, you know, it's hard to get people to talk about a contract signing or to get people, you know, especially after like 30 years of uh, of doing this. Mm-hmm. But the creativity you can have in like see like final deletion in in pre tapes and leaving the ring. It's just something to mess with for a show. Yeah. More risk. Take more risks. And that's what I appreciate. Bray Wyatt takes so many risks mm-hmm. with with his title with with he, I mean it probably might have cost him his title run who knows maybe you know uh uh cuz house of horrors was not like well received thing right but I, I can't help but believe he has a hand in that you know mm-hmm. and uh I applaud it you know so anyway that made me really excited for AEW and look they're gearing up for double or nothing so yeah did you what did you any other thoughts on the Cody vid no I mean he's long I I remember when I f- like a couple years ago um or maybe a year ago uh you know watching Cody on NGPW and like right people saying oh, he's not that great of a wrestler and blah 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 and like his acting and I'm like but his acting is like very strong especially like wrestling acting like his like emotions during the match like there was that clip of Bret Hart going around yeah. on Twitter did you see that Dan St. Germain said to me one time that he thinks Cody's the best actor in the company when he was doing Stardust and by the way Dan St. Germain's gonna be in here next week oh, he's nice. in LA uh, yeah well, but yeah, yeah. No, he like there was like Bret a Hart. moment there was a yeah there's a clip of, of Bret Hart going around he gets he takes an arm drag from uh, <clears throat> X-Pac Right. And he kind of like, he slides out of the arm drag and he gives a look of like, ooh, that was like hard, that was like stronger than I expected. Like he gives like a, all right, this is what I'm dealing with. But just like little facial acting, you know, Cody was has been on top of that for as long as I can remember watching him. Yeah, he's very nuanced. The Stardust character was extremely nuanced. He did a lot, when he would do his backstage vignettes, it was yeah. like that. He, he's not the best on mic in front of the crowd. Right. But, Look, he's got a lot to offer. The guy knows the business, and his bl- bloodline matters. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a tattoo on his chest that says "Dream." Yeah. You know, of for his dad. His dad's Dusty Rhodes. Like, yeah. it's cool. Like yes. the whole thing is cool. You know, yeah. so uh, he's the right guy to helm this thing. You know, yeah. And so we'll see where it goes. I just, I just, there's just, you know, there's guys who really get this, and a lot of them have WWE 
experience. Yeah. You know, Pac shows up, Neville yeah. shows up to the press conference in full gear. Right. Yoked. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just something about it where he knows, like, yo, my body, like, there's a finesse yeah. to some of these guys, even if they were there for a short amount of time, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the um, Moxley uh, uh, vid. Okay. You saw it? Yeah, I did. What'd you think? Uh, I was unmoved by it, but I'm open to... Well, I guess they announced the the uh, like speculation, like people would assume. Yeah. Dean Ambrose released a video, like the second his contract was up. Yeah. Uh, that he's going back to John Moxley, which was his indie name. Mm-hmm. And in this video, he, he does a prison break. Yeah, he breaks uh, out of the prison. Which I think is heavy-handed, metaphorically, <laughs> uh, like breaking out of the WWE prison, yes. so now he could be himself. Hey, and then he wrapped barbed wire around his hand, and there's blood. So, look, Dean. I Mox. just the, yeah. the ball's in your court, man. Right. I just don't know if I'm interested in like deathmatch stuff. Like it's just like I don't like it at all. Neither do I. <laughs> I mean, it's like it has its it's a thing, right? And it's weird. It's like I listen to essentially the I listen to the deathmatch version of music. Right. You know what I mean? I listen to very extreme metal. Right. But like when you hear that David Arquette like like someone sliced open his fucking jugular or whatever, right. and then he almost died. It's like uh, that's not why not I watch wrestling. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, so yeah, I'm just interested in seeing like how much like what will be different, you know? Because if it's just him bleeding and cursing, that's like okay. Like I don't, you know, I'm not big on cursing either. In, right. in in promos, I think it makes you sound weak. Yeah. So, uh, I um, yeah. I mean, you got to be spare. You got to be sparing with it. Um, I, I curse too much, but uh, totally. So yeah. Uh, you know. Let's see where John... Yeah, he goes. Uh, I read I'll say thing, this, though. If he somebody, starts coming to the ring with, like, a fucking barbed wire kendo stick and he's just smoking cigs and drinking beers like Sandman, yeah, fucking hell, I'm going to be into it. I'm going to be into it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest... If he's smoking... If he sits... If that's where he wants to go, he's yeah. in the right place. If he's just smoking cigs, sitting on the fucking ramp, just, like, smoking a cigarette... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm into that. But, yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll just see where it goes. Just, you know, we'll see if he shows up at Double or Nothing. He, he's, like, a... I mean, if AW signs him, he's their biggest talent. Next to Jericho, oh, right. instantly. Yeah. Next, to, more than Kenny Omega. Unfortunately, you know I'm a big Kenny fan, but Dean's an actual draw. Right. I mean, Kenny's a draw. Also, sorry, Kenny's a draw. Different they're market. They're yeah. draws, but they'll bring in WWE viewers. Right. You know, like the casual fan will be like, "What's Dean up to?" Right. You know, he was part of the Shield. It's right. massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he deserves a big paycheck over there. Um, yeah. Uh, let's hear some cations. Cash. Cash. <laughs> 10.15 a.m. Oh, Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Tiptoe with Tulo, cashing in live. Um, I just watched this Moxley promo, and like, wow. I mean, Dan, like, all this hate we had for Dean Ambrose and how, like, he's gone boring and stale, and he's gone out of the company for, like, three minutes and puts out the best promo ever. He's grabbing barbed wire. He's escaping some kind of Moxley prison or whatnot through a brick wall, climbing over barbed wire fence. And I'm just like a light bulb's going off in my head for a second. And this is going to be pretty amazing to admit from my end. But I think my positivity and my passion for wrestling has gotten in the way of realizing that, man, WWE really may be holding a lot of these guys back and these girls back, these women back. And, uh, 
Thank it's you time to like loose the reins and let let him go. Like lose reins. If Moxley can produce this when he's had all this, these tools and these and these resources available for him. I mean, wow. I don't know. WWE's might be have have like really fucked up with this one, and it's not good. Well, all right. Cheers that, up, bye. That's I mean that's proven, right? Like that's we have Cody. We have wrestlers who've gone outside and then come back and they're, you know, they're they're in killer spots. Right. You know, the guy, uh, what's like the primo example? I mean, like, you know, I guess Gallows is such an age, Gallows is such a weird example. But he left. Who's someone who left, went to, and then like came back massive? Oh, okay, left WWE and then came back? Yeah. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew. Like, Drew left, but, uh, yeah, he did great stuff on the indie scene. got jacked up. It's, like, got to be, like, a shining um, example. Why This is, like, feels so obvious. Left and came back, I guess. Uh, they let Daniel Bryan go, I think. <laughs> did, they, did they? I think they let, they, yeah. I think it's Cena stuff for him. Anyway, Stone, whatever. Stone Cold? I mean, he went to the ECW. Does that well, count? Yeah, we, well, he well, never no, left. Well, he, Once he came to WWE, he never left, right? No, he quit. Didn't he quit? Oh, he just quit, though. He didn't go anywhere else. No. He yeah. walked away. He walked away, but he yeah, came back. he was back. the ECW before. Anyway, whatever. Jobbing yeah. to Mikey Whipwreck. I was watching like a fucking 95 episode of uh, of uh, ECW or whatever, and it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin with hair. Right. Lo- like jobbing to Mikey Whipwreck. And I'm like, it's amazing like to look at this. That's and hilarious. Like, this guy's about to be the biggest fucking wrestler ever. And he's jobbing to and a Mikey dude. And Whipwreck follows me on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no disrespect to him. It's wearing a more fucking, disrespectful like, to me. Wearing like, a, like a, a fucking Flyers jersey. Yeah. Wearing a Lindros jersey. Uh, yo, shout out to Eric Lindros. Uh, let's get another chat. Cash in about AEW. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brewster, the Hermosa Beach bad boy. Just watching the most recent episode of Being the Elite. And I know you guys talked about double uh, the road for Double or Nothing last week on the Patreon but I uh, just really think what they do on being the elite is awesome. Obviously, uh, you know, if they ever use this type of storytelling in AEW, they'd have to tighten it up a little bit. But they're even, uh, you know, announcing matches for AEW, double or nothing. They're introducing new characters and angles on, on being the elite. And I think it's a really cool way to do storytelling. And I'm just wondering if you guys keep up with it and how you think they could use that type of storytelling in the AEW. Cheers up. Yo, cheers up. Uh, thanks for supporting right? the pod yeah. on Patreon. I appreciate that. But yeah, dude, I got to watch more. Be- I got to watch Being the Elite because I do watch Being the Elite. Uh, not uh, admittedly. I just watch it like when I'm in a YouTube hole. Sure. Then I go on it. But I, since the road to double or nothing, whatever, because I just follow the YouTube algorithm, whatever, like recommended videos. I've been going on a road. T- I, I kind of like yeah. stopped watching double uh, Being the Elite and watched so road like, to double or nothing. So your thing is like it's like road to double or nothing episode of Being the Elite, yeah. uh, Jordan Peterson destroys a liberal. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It is that. It's uh, like Joe Rogan and uh, a lot of Magic Gathering videos. Right. That's my main source of YouTube. It's why I love YouTube the most. Yeah. Just like Magic Heads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they're the best. I mean, they're then, truly the worst. But uh, for new listeners, I'm, I love playing. I uh, did a pre-release this weekend uh, for... Uh, uh, for War of the Spark. Uh, if anyone uh, wants to hit me up, talk about MTG. Um, you know, uh, oh no, never mind. It's not. I was thinking World of Warcraft, not not Magic. Never well, th- this set had thirty two planeswalkers in it. Unbelievable! Wow, that but, many, huh? Yeah, but uh, anyway, <laughs> but it's funny because uh, uh, I should start doing Magic videos. Mm-hmm. Like I should because 
like they need me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, these guys. You like the Chris Jericho? Of no, magic. some of them are great. Some of them are great. Just like they they could use just like a guy who's like, listen, I like this game. It's really great. I'm very passionate about it, but yeah. I also do other stuff. Well, the beauty of YouTube <laughs> is that anybody can like you know have their voice heard. Yeah. And the horrible thing about YouTube is that uh, anybody can have their voice heard. <laughs> The, the, my favorite thing about YouTube, about Magic the Gathering YouTubes, it's it compares to wrestling. Yeah. Is some people they're so mad at Wizards of the Coast, like the, <laughs> and like Hasbro, they're just like, there they go again. Yeah, there they go. Like, can you believe it? Yeah, I'm done playing. I love it. I'm done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, they're not. No, no, no. That's why I like WWE. It's like when they go to Saudi Arabia, they're going back to Jeddah, you know, soon. Right. And can't, it's just I can't like, wait to not watch. I'm that. just not going to watch. Like, yeah. that's what it's going to be. Like, I'm just not going to watch. I'll put my foot down. But like, I'm also not going to take a stance like I'm so great because like I'm going to keep watching and giving WWE my money because right. it's one of my favorite things in the world. And I just like I'm flawed in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like plastic straws. I love a plastic straw. You know, these, like, hey, you tried these paper straws? Uh, you know what? I don't even, so I've taken it a step farther now when I go to restaurants. I'm yeah. like, you know what? Don't give me a cup. Just like put the drink right in my hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen you cup. do that. Yeah, I've yeah. seen you I'm do working that. on plates. I've noticed that you've put a plastic, uh, like a um, like a, a recyclable, eco-friendly plastic um, in your hat. Yeah. And you say, fill up my hat. Yeah, yeah. I have one of those. I'm wearing it right now. I have one of those hats where it's like has two little uh, containers and then straws that come down. Like normally it's like they have beers in them at like baseball games right. or football games. But it's, yeah, it's just like a reusable uh, uh, like drinking system on my hat. Right, 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 right. And you said that you're, con- you're catching rainwater? Yeah, I'm collecting rainwater. Don't. I mean, it's kind of it's illegal, right? Because the government has sky rights. Right. Uh, so I can't, you know legally collect this rainwater but yeah i have a filtration system in this hat right and it collects rainwater that hat's doing a lot of work it weighs a lot it is a lot of equipment you said you're composting in your asshole right Uh (laughs) uh-huh you got a compost pile in your asshole yep when i poop i just put it right back up i put (laughs) it right back up into my butt and i let it ferment that's where i draw the line that's where i draw the line i feel like that uh you know what i mean i don't think that's gonna end well for you anyway so look a lot of great stuff happening at AEW. The, I mean, the card looks super dope. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's. Uh, I think attacking WB is the way to go. Attacking WB stale style. There is a lot of truth. WB's product is great, mm-hmm. but stale. Yeah. There's just no way around it. It's an old classic. It's like I'm not gonna stop listening to like Metallica. Right. Right. But I know there's a band out there making. Cooler, more unique, innovative uh, metal music, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I did this for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Metallica is my favorite band, so I'm not going to be like, yeah. But like, I know best concert I ever saw, hands down. I said that on this yeah, podcast many they're, times. They're the masters. Me and all of them. We just went to the Outside Lands Festival. We had, uh, we had. Uh, Free tickets. Like side stage, right? You guys were like right there. Yeah, we had like these wristbands where you could like go, uh, you know, all in Donnie business. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. So, yes, there are bands that are pushing the envelope that was originally sealed by Metallica, for sure. That was another part of my shit day was just... Me and Arlen were arguing about a piece of media. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to get into it, but we were just, it, was, it just like was nonstop and wouldn't end. And I kept trying to end it, but we had this thing where we differed in opinion so hard. Yeah. It could not be reconciled. It could not be reconciled. And it couldn't be a bigger waste of my time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
Well, me and the bros, me and the salami bros, and Shebs is on there. And if me and Arlen disagree, that means Shebs is the judge. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his stance on that, and he wasn't even giving a clear stance either, really. Right. He was kind of like, look, you're both. It was a little too rabbi for me. A little too, like, I see both sides. <laughs> anyway, uh, whatever. Oh, let's get into Raw and SmackDown. I have not that much, which yeah. is good. But let's talk about what I'm calling Roman Reigns. Superman Punch Justification Watch. Okay. I don't have music for that. I don't Let's see, what will we use for that? Um, okay, ready? I got it. Okay, that's what we got. Okay. So, Roman Reigns offered a justification for why he Superman punched Vince McMahon in the oh, face. Okay. I had to rewind to get it down. Okay. He said, I, I knocked out Vince because you get one shot at a first impression. And this was his first night on, on SmackDown Live. And he also went on to say, it didn't have to be him, to be honest. It could have been anybody. Right. I just wanted to let everyone know that I'm still the big dog. Do you feel like that second half undercuts the first half? <laughs> because he didn't want to go heal, right? Right. Punching a, a, an unarmed 75-year-old man he in the face just, said he, just because yeah. you want to make a first impression is inherently a heel, right? Right, yeah, but I mean, like, Vince is, like, set up as, like, the authority right. heel, so all Roman could have said was, like, look, I just did what everyone here wants to do, and I knocked Vince McMahon down a peg because right. this is my yard. You know, I got to tell you, I really no problem with this justification. It's fine. Right. And I'm glad they give one. Like, that's a lot. Because it's at least a justification. Right. It, and, and he came out and he, he addressed his action. Like, here's why I did it. And he was like, <laughs> but it's kind of a thing to him where it's like, he's he's just like, hey, it could have been anybody. You know? I, it wasn't. It's like, no, you punch Vince because I want to make a first impression. But it's like, Vince, again... I say it every time. The problem with, and let's get into this. Right. The problem with WWE is what? What do I say every fucking time? Do you remember? Is, is Vince? Yeah, yes. But the problem is, what do I say? How do I put it? I don't know. I say half ass McMahon. Oh, right, 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 like, right, right. That's the problem. It's like, hey, if you want to punch Vince and we're going for a Vince storyline, that's fine. Right. That's always fine. Some people will say it's overdone, but. Sensically, it works because right. Vince is still the head of the company. Yeah, you're like, oh, we've seen it for 20 years. Well, he's 20 years later, he's still <laughs> micromanaging every detail. Right. So, and that, so punching Vince makes it work. The reason they go to the well of punching Vince is because the structure of WWE, and this ties to the title stuff, is a question mark. Mm -hmm. And the biggest example of that this week, it was something I was just like, what is this? It's just like, well, yeah, Roman Reigns, the biggest acquisition. Who acquired him? Right. Who runs SmackDown? You know what I mean? Right. It's the same fucking show. Right. Like, we know that. You know, so it's like they had it where it was like Shane runs it, Stephanie runs it. Or even when you had Paige, it's like, hey, I, it could be like, hey, I, I sat down, I, I got us Roman Reigns, right? Right. Yeah, it took me, I was up for 40 hours straight negotiating. And I got Roman. The super, their superstar shakeup is just like it's not something they should. They should be like, oh hey, like, don't say it's an acquisition because that that's not what the process is. The mm -hmm. process is just like he's on this show. It's just, it is technically a superstar, like shakeup, right? But there's no, 
infrastructure for acquiring. Like, as fans, we're not bigger fans of one show or the other. Now, one show, like, that's the better one right now. Right. But I don't have any allegiance to one show or the other. Like, oh, you watch Raw? So it's not like a sports team. <laughs> right. Where you're like, when Johnny Damon was on the, the, the Red Sox, right? Mm-hmm. I was supposed to care and hate him. Right. I didn't because I didn't care about sports. But let's use my dad for this situation, right. okay? Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Yeah. Well, she's kicking it in bed with her, her man. Yeah. If you watch her videos of her disgustingly talking about fucking her husband every minute. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm no prude. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, right. this is all. I'm not changing me. my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. That's, you know, you guys, that was me last week. So you know where I, I'm not a prude. Yeah. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my, my dad, when Johnny Dame is out there, he's like, yo, I fucking hate Johnny Dame. And, he, and then when he came to the Yankees, my dad, not me, was like, yo, he's on the team. What an acquisition. We got the guy who was beating us up. Now he's on our team. That's awesome. That's because there's an allegiance. Right. We have no allegiance to these shows. And there's no management that like has it. So you're like, what? You know? Yeah, Shane's yeah, yeah. literally on both shows now. Triple H is gone. Vince pops in just to get punched. So... There, if you, I'm telling you, I'm not saying, I'm not saying AEW can't compete with WWE because monetarily, well, you know, WWE is too big to fail at this right. point, you know. Uh, but let's just say, uh, C- Cody, this position he's in right now, I'm more interested in that than those Vince. are those are acquisitions, right? To AEW, right? Yeah, those are acquisitions. So if you want to make that work, then what I would do if I was Vince, is I would put Triple H in charge of SmackDown and I would call it NXT. Right. Right? Yeah. I've said this I've said this a million times before. I would have the show that competes with Raw is NXT and then you literally will have people be like, Vince, and they can go back behind closed doors and Vince can say to Triple H, you know, I love you. You're my, you know, I'm giving you this company or whatever, like whatever. They go like, hey, this is all the work. Right. But if we believed and that Triple H had autonomy mm-hmm. and was c- fighting for talent from Vince e- on, a, on like a semi-equal plane. It doesn't have to be a real equal plane. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? It has yeah. to be a perceived equal plane, right? Right. And it was that brand. You'd be into that, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes the yes. problem is that Raw and SmackDown are the same show, right. so I don't care. It's Ragu and Prego. Right. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, right? Yeah. They're both shitty sauces. Yeah. But if it was... Ragu mm-hmm. and uh, Newman's oh, oh. Newman's own. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't be Newman's own. We can't use you, unfortunately. That is a great. It maps perfectly. Yeah. The problem is your last name is Paul Newman's last name. Yeah, so it doesn't work. But it would have to be uh, like uh, uh, Progresso <laughs> PWG or, brand. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a Margarita sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. That's it. So okay, Classico, right? That's a brand. Classico. So so Reigns, cool, good. Yes, I think that actually is in a pretty good zone right now. I like him on SmackDown. We'll see where it goes. All right. Um, did AJ heel turn by punching? Did that count? As I a, don't know if it's a heel turn, but, but it's him working he's, heel he's, yes. in that feud, right? Yes, 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 yes. But it's like it's heel he's a boat dog. in terms of like storytelling. Yeah, but he's not like a full blown heel yet. So this is uh, nerdy, but there's uh. So the bulldog line is your clue to the fact that we're getting like club AJ. 
because right. when he came over to WWE, uh, he wanted to play face. Right. Uh, he's this is in an interview. Right. And he said that Vince told him, I need you to be a bulldog right now. Right. I need the bulldog, AJ. Oh, when he punched him? Uh, yeah. Or oh, when they no, went to the well of well, having AJ uh, punch Vince in the face for uh, no, no, no reason before at that, all? Before okay. that, when he first came and he joined up with the club. Right. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, evil AJ. Right. Bulldog. That's the code word. So we're getting bulldog AJ right now. Right. Heel cool. or whatever, it's Bulldog AJ. Good call. I mean, listen, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, I would love AJ to come out with that fucking lucha mask again. You know what I mean? Like, be yeah. cool. Like, he doesn't have to wrestle in it, but enter no. with it. Uh, I, I um, That's actually the only picture on my desktop of my computer is like AJ in that fucking amazing. Do you remember that mask? Yes. The skull mask? Yeah. The Well, the, the gas mask thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's opening. Why don't they do that? Why don't. I mean, what is with that? Um, and so, uh, I. I Listen, I gotta tell you, AJ is one of my blind spots. I, I'm just, I, Arlen was best texting me. Uh, you know, we were going at it again. Arlen was like, "Yo, AJ's such a dud." Like on the mic, he's so bad on the mic. And then I watched it, and I was like, "That's fine." I mean, yeah, he's fine, but he's uh, fine. He's gone. He's going full Kenny Powers, where he's like, he's just sort of like, uh, like arrogantly. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, where he's like. Uh, you know, oh yeah, the fans here are the craziest, huh? Like this, like just full pander <laughs> right, mode. But he didn't. He was he his he was saying he was like, oh, he botched that segment. I was like, he no. was actually pretty calm. Yeah, he, the, the audience was like not into it, and he like he like kept it together. Right, made his points pretty clear. There was no Dayton hello. No, and yeah. then uh, him and Rollins. They're just the problem is that they're two guys who, uh, their gimmicks are like we're the best. Right, and so when they come together, like what what's Rollins's game? That he's the best, right? That is that he burns it down. He burns down the match. He burns down the arena. He burns down the feud. He burns down the wrestler. He's like, uh, it burns down your expectations. Yeah, like he, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of unclear. He right. was the architect. We liked that, and then he had a, a, a face turn that was pretty epic. Like seeing the era of his ways, and that was like slaying the king. By the way, all this really cool metaphorically, but it did not translate no. <laughs> on screen at all. Like, um. Well, that's because, like, well, yeah, so that's, so we can just kind of touch I should have known better, dude. You said that to Triple H. Yeah. Where he was like, you brought out, like, uh, me going with you, it's like, I I look at myself, I'm grossed out by that. He's burning down uh, the old cheating self and burning down your demons. Like, that's all really good, but they don't play, you know. Exactly, right? And it's like, to touch right back onto that conversation we had before, briefly, like, what, so he doesn't have a gimmick, right? So he needs to have a point of view that is salient and uh, is, is hard, is fast, in him where it's like this is how I approach every situation this is my baseline I'm gonna I'm here to I'm here to burn this shit to the ground right and so maybe that's what it is right so then now yeah and AJ's like well I'm gonna build it back up as the house that AJ Styles built again which I think is pretty clear um yeah it's cool, but it's just like, I think most people would agree, we just want to see that match. Right. You know what I mean? And storytelling-wise, it feels like a little too late to lay those that groundwork, and they're both like the same, they're both the same role on different shows, but now on the same show, right. which is like the good guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sweet. Uh, all right, cool. So I want to make sure we talk about two things. Do you have anything to say about the Firefly Funhouse? Yeah, I love it. I think yeah. uh, it actually, I think it did build 
from last week? Yeah, yeah. It had some real cool, subtle stuff in there. I actually was reading about it, which yeah. helped me. And like the fact that I'm reading about like clues in WWE segments. Yeah. Come on, that's fantastic. Yes, I love the like. I love him saying, uh, "What's he say? You, uh, I'll light. I know you'll light the path. For, I know you'll light the path for me, or something like that. All you have to do is let me in." Right. I love that. Uh, and his acting, Bray Wyatt is so such a good actor. When he's like, uh, "What's the line?" He says to pa- uh, Abby. So Abby, Abigail, right, is the witch. Uh, right, and he says, uh, "Take it easy." He does right. this, like we're like Tony Montana voice for no reason, right? Right, which right. I loved. Uh, he, there was a lot of like accents in there. I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, yeah, but then yeah. you're like, "There, his voice, whatever." Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I loved it, I, and I can't wait to see where it goes. I mean, I'm, I, I'm the kind of guy where it's like, even if the rest was in the Jabron zone, and I like them, it's like they're never in the Jabron zone for me. Like, I wish that they would treat Bray Wyatt better and give him just have him win. That's really all you need to change. Right. That's literally all you need to change. Is have uh, him win. I, I think uh, make him a threat. I I, I oh, wait wait where did I put my yeah totally I think I'm excited to see when he comes back he's clearly going to be in this like putting out the videos but his his segment the most exciting thing I'm looking for in yeah. these apps. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, for time. Let's move on to. I'll say a quick word about Becky and Lacey. Yeah, which is their brawl was really dope. Yeah. Thing was cool. I don't have anything else to say. Like I thought it was great. I'm I'm real into Lacey Evans. Uh, I think she looks fucking awesome. She's jacked up. Uh, I think that she's gonna tweak that. Same notes as last week, really. Where it's like I think like it's like let's fine tune it. Where it's like what, let's make it feel a little realer yeah. as opposed to like it's bigger. But I mean, she like she could go. Like I'll she, say this. she's she could. Her and Becky like beat the shit out of each yeah. other. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, and I'll say this. And they did, it was our second time doing it about her gimmick. Um, she's playing in my opinion she's doing like a heel gimmick correctly where they are the butt of the joke but they don't realize it like her character will like cook right she'll make food and like post it on like Instagram and it's like bland chicken and like boiled broccoli and that's what no, Lacey's doing yeah she's done it where it's like oh, I'll make sweet tea and she dumps like a fucking three bags of sugar in the sweet tea and to her it's like oh this is how I make sweet tea or this is how I make my food this is how a lady makes uh, food I gotta follow her and it's garbage and it's garbage food right so it's like the joke she's a joke you know what I mean like she's evil she's a heel because she's this like arrogant uh, 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 character who then isn't even aware that like they're the butt of the joke where people are making fun of her because her food is bland and because she's putting too much sugar in it. Right. You know, it's a nice, it's a nice classic way to play like a, a heel, you know? I, I agree. I, I, and social media aspect is always the way to go, especially if you're trying to stand out now. Yeah. I'm shocked some of these guys don't really just milk the social media. It's, right. it's a proven, especially if you have a, if, a, 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 like a, like a game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like if I was Tyler Breeze, I I I think that yeah I'd be going like nuts on there like yeah. being like a millennial I I'd have like a, my own like fire festival live streaming you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> whatever like I would go uh, but you know I don't I don't think he saw the character the way, same way I did or whatever all right anyway just for What's what the point? Is that? is that you? Sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I know she, again. I know she's watching a illegal download of Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> is, that, uh, is that what you're doing? No, no, no. Oh, um, re- um, revival shaving each other's backs. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah, really cool. I also like them just being like, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I love that. Yeah, I thought it was great. I'm a big re- revival mark. 
Uh, nothing to say there. It's just funny you're later big, on. You're a big revival mark, you say. I, I, and I came out on the podcast All here right. and said that I, that I was right. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, listen. I what I said was is that their gimmick would they'd have a hard time getting over on the main roster. Uh-huh. Okay, and they haven't done that well. Okay, but when it, when you see the landscape of the tag team division and the fact that none of them are actual tag teams or right. so rare them are, and you have like two guys who are actual like we're a tag team and we're proud of it, like the books, right? And they never have bad matches. Yeah, yeah. So I'm into it, and they're like good on the mic. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They're great. I just I, I saying, really came around on them. Yeah. Just, By the way, I mean, I've always been a fan of them as a tag team. Right. I was worried about how they would do on the main roster. Okay. Well, maybe have like our historian go back and check the archives. Well, I mean, no, because remember WrestleMania 32. I'm not trying to gatekeep best, you. I'm just no, saying. I'm just saying best match of the weekend. Right. I, I was on record was them versus American Alpha I mean, that was at NXT. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I love their wrestling. Okay. So, but yeah, cool. Let's talk about the Alistair Black promo. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I want to get your take on the Alistair Black promo. Yeah, I. Uh, it was better than last week. It was clearer. Uh, he was uh, essentially saying that, you know, if you by the time you figure me out, I've already beaten you. Right is like the gist of his thing. Right. I would like them to not take so long to like make just that point. Right. Cause then they can focus on like, let's have him saying things of substance rather than a flowery way to just say a sentence. Uh, but what do you think uh, they think his gimmick is like, if we were talking about, cause we talked so much about gimmick today, like right. what is, or, or his motivation. See, I, I don't know. I don't know. Right, And I think we're not supposed to really know. And it's kind of like ominous. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? But isn't that sort of like, isn't that a, a limited? Well, like the you can't you can only no play. no obviously he shouldn't be ominous now I think what what I would go for with him is that he is like the balance guy right I would go with a Thanos like uh, Doctor Manhattan something like that right I would go for a like something who he attacks and, isn't and necessarily like Sting yeah, yeah like who he attacks isn't necessarily uh, who he has a problem with who he attacks is like who he feels must be attacked and I think he feels it like he it's like not it's like um, uh, like the force or whatever. It's like it's not like it's like uh, sometimes he might not even be able to put it into words. It's like yeah. this guy needs to fall. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I would like saying? to see it almost. I would like to almost see it be like him deciding like when people lose control of their emotions. Like I watched you give in to your base desires, and so I'm going to put you down because you've you've surrendered your uh, uh your your. You've surrendered yourself to your emotions. Yeah. And now it's time for you to go. I love if he transcended right and wrong. Like, I would love yeah. if he, like, just kicked, like, Kofi one time or something. Right. And you're like, what's... And then he explains, like, Kofi, it's like, you know, he's like, uh, you know, and he's cut some promo that's like, that's like, uh, your time is done. Right. It's like... My time you, is You now. had a great run. I have no problem with you. Right. But your, pro- your time is over. My time is now. Yeah. Your time is up. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I thought the weird thing about Alistair Black uh-huh. was that he he kind of like sounded... Do you know he sounded like Christopher Walken? Oh, he had yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he had like the... Uh, that like cadence of like... Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God.
my God. Alistair Black in studio. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here <laughs> right now. Oh, my God. Alistair. Did you see me? I came. I come out of the crypt. And yeah. now I'm here. Wow. I got to say, Alistair, uh, you don't sound exactly like I expected. You sound a lot like Christopher Walken. Oh, you got the wrong guy. You got me all wrong. I thought I explained that. You try to figure me out. You count one. I'm over here. And I'm over here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Listen. So, you were... T uh, Alistair Black, what, what would you say is your key... Motivation right now coming to the WB. What is your goal? What is your what is your thing? Like, tell me your deal. Uh, uh, first of all, whoa, what a question. I uh, look, I'm here to restore balance. <laughs> really? Yeah. You nailed it. I'm like Thanos. I'm like the guy. I mean, they got the they got the Captain America, and I'm like, look, this Captain America guy yeah. got to be knocked down a peg. That's me. Oh, yeah. So you were telling me, I, I uh, as soon as you have a a story written down there, <laughs> oh, like, you wanted to read me, like in a, yeah. Oh, this is just my notes. Look, it's just uh, you know, a fear. Oh, fear. It's a powerful emotion. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just all right. See, I like that. You're talking about fear. It's a powerful emotion. Yeah. I like that. It just you're saying it in a way it's very not intimidating. Exact. It sounds like Christopher Walken. So I go, I go into Vince's office. I'm like, Vince, you got to give me the belt. He gives me the belt. Yeah. I'm looking at this thing. It is, it is, it is shiny. And I'm like, yeah. oh, look at this thing. I can't believe how shiny this is. Yeah. I want it around my waist. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a motivation. But yeah. Okay. That's. I thought there's more to it. it no, that's like it. You're here to just kind of have like a good, a good time. Yeah, and I'm, you know, and it's, and look, don't waste your time trying to figure me out. Yeah. I All right? Well, that's, I'm trying to figure out. I'm no, here trying do to, it. I'm trying to figure, figure you out. Don't try to figure me out. Can you try to figure me out? You can't do it. By the time you do, three counts happened, I'm out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh. I got a fever. <laughs> and the only prescription is three counts, baby. Okay, that's that's Christopher Walken. I don't know who that's you're talking Christopher about. Christopher Walken. That's from that's from uh, the cowbell sketch. I don't know. Cow is that's where I am now, right? Yeah. Well, the cow podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got all right. So do you, all right. You got a fever, and your only the only prescription is what? Is more three counts, baby. <laughs> wow, that is not intimidating at all. Okay, so it says in your shirt two mice. What, yeah. What is that? Two mice. Yeah, it says two mice. I don't even have to tell me. <laughs> I wake up in this stuff. Look, I I go to sleep in the crypt. I'm nude. It's a uh, okay. I thought maybe it was a catch me if you can. Reference. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, two mice uh, fell into a, a vat of uh, milk and one quickly gave up and drowned. And the other one worked so hard and he turned it into cream and then he walked out. And today I'm that mouse. He sounds a lot like a monologue from something I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, all right, okay. It's from so Catch Me If You Can. Oh, well, oh, it's a, it's a movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I've never met the okay, man. Okay, let me ask you something. You say fade to black. Yes. Okay, what is the meaning behind fading to black? Oh, fade to black. Look, one minute you're awake, boom, <laughs> and you're asleep, you faded to black. Yeah, okay. I, it's got to be deeper than that. You're talking about balance. Come on, and that's it? That's it. That's it? One minute you're awake. Why? Okay, why is your kid called the black mass? I grew up Catholic. <laughs> okay. And so- That's it. It's like the antithesis of a Catholic ceremony. 
All right. Oh! Okay, listen, Christopher Walken, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. All right, Alistair Black, back in the crypt. Oh, I'm sorry, Alistair Black, back I'm sorry. Back in the crypt. Back in the crypt. Here I go! Oh my God! Wow! 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 You know, I was gonna say I was waiting for you to let me in after I was using the bathroom. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounded like Christopher Walken was in here. Yeah, but I don't think it was him. Mm-mm. It was definitely Alistair Black. I wow. saw him. It sounded just like him. And also, he—it wasn't him because he didn't know the famous monologue from. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you can't expect every actor to remember every can. line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Said, right? You know, and uh, I took, frankly, I took a risk bringing that up to him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, well, I don't think there's much else to talk about. We got uh, Kofi Kingston and, uh, and uh, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. I thought Kofi cut a pretty fun promo at the top. So Kofi does this thing. I noticed. Yeah. The beginning of every one of his promos, he goes. Let's say, uh, let's say it's you that's like asking him a question. It's me. He'll say, first thing out of Kofi's mouth in response is, wow, hey, Dan, look, man. That's the beginning of everyone. Wow, he does that. He does do that. He goes, wow, wow yeah. Wow, hey, Charlie, look, man. Yeah, he wow. He did it to, to Michael Cole. Wow, yeah. hey, Michael, look, man. <laughs> that is funny. He does do that. Uh, um, that yeah, it's good. I mean, there's not much to say with that. I think Kevin, it was kind of like uh, yeah. they're setting it up. It's good. Um, I, I thought it was kind of weird that like Kofi just like gave him the match because mm-hmm. it was like he beat you up. You're like, kind of rewarding him for right, that, right, right, right. But he wasn't like angry. He right. wasn't like you. You went too far. I gotta beat you up. Yeah. It was like, hey, all you have to do is ask. I'll give that to you. So why would he reward that behavior? And I, I, I like that he wasn't worked up. I like that Kofi's like calm. You know what I mean? And he mm-hmm. like kind of represents good. But oh, can, can we briefly talk about how Kofi Kingston is throwing those pancakes like forty yards? Yeah, I mean he was Chucking hitting them. He was hitting like the two hundred level. Yeah, with ease. I, I I was kind of excited for that. That was dope. I I was kind of I thought Xavier Woods would be out even more. Like he's yeah. like hurt, and then Kofi'd have to be like on his own. It's the first time he has to like go out on his own, and yeah. he's facing even more challenges. Well, I think they put the nail in that coffin. Yeah, I think that yeah. uh, Kevin Owens beat him up. I think that was fun, and uh, Kevin Owens is just. The guy, every time he gets the microphone, reminds me, like, why he's so fucking yeah. top-notch. Like, yeah. why he's so great. Yes. And I'm like, oh, give him the title. But I'm like, no, I want to see a Kofi run. Yeah. But I think Kevin Owens is going to give him a nice run for his money. And I hopefully we'll get a nice, healthy feud. Uh, so, yeah, but not a great not a great week in uh, WWE action. And uh, I would say this is a nice week for AEW mm-hmm. to get that momentum of, like, hey, are you bored of that product? I was. You know, uh, let's just quickly before we go hit a couple of cash-ins, all right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Cow Nation, Jabroni X. It is Daniel McCauley, a.k.a. CD, Danny Mac of the Undisputed Future Podcast. Just taking the Velveteen Dog, Colin, out for a walk. And I got some wrestling on my mind, so I'm cashing in this week. And yeah. what better time to cash in than around money in the bank season? But first, I want to give some WrestleMania season props to the Cow Tailgate. Me and my brother had an absolutely incredible time and i want to thank everybody who took an undisputed future podcast business card and talked to men xt with me it really meant a lot now raw and smackdown this past week laying out the money in the bank briefcase matches for the men and the women just kind of curious at what you guys perceive as a favorite early on i'm personally hoping that drew mcintyre gets the briefcase for the men although almas with zelina vega sort of being the mastermind Behind the cash-in, I think could also be a brilliant angle. And I'm really hoping Ember Moon gets the woman's briefcase. It's really about time she is seen 
as a serious competitor in the world of WWE. Uh, I wanted to cash in about the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse, but I'm going to go ahead and let you guys kind of take that conversation, and I cannot wait to see what comes of that incredible stuff this week. I can't help but watch it over and over again and try and dissect absolutely every little thing. Looking forward to the show this week. Thank you all, Jaboniacs, who are now part of Team NXT, and a big chooser. Hope everybody has. I think, uh, yo, I think that with Firefly Funhouse, by the way, we didn't get into too much of the detail. We got into it, but let's like, yeah, I thought it was cool. A couple of small things I noticed. If we're getting into the little stuff. Was uh, 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 the the painting was of the, the Abigail yes. being burnt down by yes. Randy Orton, right? Yeah. Uh, and also when it and when it when it when he like revealed it or whatever, it like woke up Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, another cool thing was. Uh, Sociopath, yeah, like word they made the that as like the word of the day sociopath, which I actually think is really cool. They're trying to set up that like Bray Wyatt is a sociopath, right? Yeah. Uh, I like it better than psychopath. Uh-huh. Being a sociopath is slightly more specific mm-hmm. than sociopath. Those are tough words for game, yes. like uh, gimmicks. Yes, if you're a sociopath or psychopath, then you have like truly no intention, but. It's okay to have one wrestler who's just a psychopath, right? Even though we call Drew McIntyre psychopath, this gimmick is not psychopath, and I actually think it's a bad uh, thing to call mm-hmm. uh, a wrestler because yeah. it just makes them cr- oh, he's crazy, right. and he's so much more well defined than crazy. And also, but too, it's more like the Mad King. It's more like right. that. But also, a feature of a sociopath, so it's a light and adjective. A, a, the feature of a sociopath and of a psychopath is is <clears throat> antithetical to a character because they don't have emotions right or motivations and they don't other than they're very cynical or it's just it's everything right. is for them in that immediate in this immediate moment what's best for me right now i'm going to do that yeah and, that, and, and the show killing eve is a great exploration of Love a psychopath yeah uh which was going to be my choice for uh Same. In, the, in the in the in the other episode yeah i gotta pick a new one yeah yeah it's great uh um in the bonus episodes we share uh media that we're dice that we're watching and, and we recommend that we're digging uh, that all cool stuff with the Bray thing. I'm really excited about it. I'm and I'm mainly excited for him to go back to being the old Bray in an earned way. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I love the old Bray. Yeah. I just want him to make sense, right? Better for him. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. But uh, in terms of money in the bank, I agree. It almost is probably guaranteed to win that briefcase. He's my pick I over think, Ricochet. Yeah, I think Ricochet is cool. I think almost is like they're really, you know. <clears throat> Not to make it like a racial thing or whatever, but they really need like a big Latino star. They do, yeah. And he has the goods to do it. Yeah. So why not? He, the briefcase feels like a great way to skyrocket him. Rick Shea is fine on his own for now. He doesn't yeah. need the briefcase to push him. Um, that And then McIntyre doesn't need the briefcase either. He's not a briefcase guy. No. That's like cheating. If, if McIntyre won the briefcase writing-wise... I would have it. He would just rip up the contract and not use it. That's right. not how he earns opportunities. Right. You know what I mean? Although, if you want to make the Thanos argument, is that he could create more resources. Like, he actually is full of shit. Mm-hmm. He actually is just like a murderer. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, that. And then for the women, who, who would be the women? The women's Money in the Bank briefcase winner? So far, I, I, don't, well, have the, I don't have the list, but it's like Naomi, Alexa... Uh, uh, Natalia. No, uh, no, no. Carmella. Um, she already won it, but I wouldn't mind having her back in the spotlight. Right. Uh, it just depends on our women's. 
Uh, it's just they really need to use it to push a new star. You know, oh, they haven't announced. To be honest, I would be fine with Alexa Bliss winning it again. Yeah, I mean, it's Alexa, not going to be Dana Brooke. Alexa it's not Bliss feels be. like the perfect briefcase holder. Dana Brooke, right? Yeah, isn't Alexa Bliss like the best, per, like possible? It's two years in a row, but yeah. she is the perfect person to like walk around, oh, be Miss go. Money in the Bank, right? Yeah. Well, here we go: Bailey, Mandy Rose, Amber Moon, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Natalia. Uh, Naomi, that I said, I'd probably Dana go Brooke. Ember Moon because it's like, why not like just try something with her? But yeah, I, I, I truthfully, if I'm writing Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss is like such a great, she's like one, like such a great holder of the briefcase. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would love to see Carmella. They cooled her off, they've cooled her off enough. I would like to see her come back, but she doesn't need this. But yeah, all right, one more cash in. Uh, what up, Jabroniak? Semitic Superstar Jacob Levitt. Cashing in uh, on AEW in general. So this is something I just wanted to continue a post that I saw on the Facebook page um, saying that uh, some people have been complaining, not, not on the Facebook page, but this was talked about on the Facebook page, that um, a lot of the AEW roster were, were basically a bunch of nobodies, people that nobody had heard of before, and that that could be detrimental. Uh, and there was some discussion about this on the Facebook page. Uh, talk about wrestling at four in the morning under his eye, blessed be the fruit. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I only started re- watching wrestling about, uh, about three years ago. And my first wrestling experience was Lucha Underground. And I had heard some WWE names before, but I had never heard of anyone on the Lucha Underground roster. And I got to say, that was very helpful for my experience going into it. Uh, and I think that being exposed to this whole new batch of talent, like, without really any preconceived notions going in, like giving everyone their opportunity to shine, aside from of course the elite who everyone knows. I mean, it could be like it could really be something excellent. Uh, so I'm actually looking forward to the opportunity to learn about a whole bunch of new talent at once uh, and kind of create my own opinions as opposed to having opinions fed to me from the internet. So yeah, that's uh, that's my thoughts. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Cheers up. Cheers up. Um, I think uh, I, I I have no problem with them signing new talents. I trust that they're scouring the uh, the wrestling verse more than I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I imagine, and they already are signing uh, more established. They signed Billy Gunn, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I imagine like guys like Dean Ambrose, uh, they're gonna take. You know what I mean? And as guys drop from WWE, they're gonna buy. I imagine if the strategy is we establish new talent, which you need, 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 need. They'll buy guys like when when a guy like Rusev leaves, you buy him, right? Right? Like when like there's guys like when they when they are like frustrated with their talent and ladies when they're frustrated, with it, you buy him, right. you buy him. That's I feel like that's it. always part of the the plan, right? Yeah. So I don't think one over the other. Right now, as a new entity, they're probably smart to create new talent, lean on like Omega and stuff, and then steal wrestlers from WWE as they actually are a fully formed company. Right. They probably right now have the budget to pay a couple of guys big checks. Like Jericho, Omega, um, and maybe Dean, you know, and then as it becomes more, they have more money. There, there's actually income coming in because right now they're in the red, mm-hmm. you know. Then you buy guys, right? So I think that I have no problem with the way they're establishing the talent. I would say, if they can't cut a promo, uh, then you know, 
it's not a great it's not a great look, but right. whatever. You know, they better be fantastic in the ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, um, I think that's it for this episode. I think we covered it all. I think yep. as a matter of fact, we covered arguably many people are saying a lot of people are saying uh, too much. People are saying too much. But remember, hit us cash us cash in on uh leave us a voicemail three one six Five three zero two four two nine of you throwing up the X. Yeah, I mean you've thrown up the X in your life. Times you're just like, yeah, I gotta throw up the X. And we're looking for times, hey, in the next week where you've actually physically thrown up the X or quit with the suck. Like, I'm done. I'm or done quit here. With the suck it. Remember, uh, support us. We're head over to Patreon if you want more. Go to Patreon.com/slash Means of Wrestling. You can check out our Avengers Endgame episode with Sarah Claspel, returning guest and new guest, artistic director of UCB, Beth Appel from the Everything Is Rent. Those are the two hosts of the Everything Is Rent podcast. Uh, and uh, support Patreon. Go on there. Support this podcast. It supports the, our short movie. Every fifth patron, I'm mailing out a random Calmania shirt, and everyone gets a sticker. If you sign up, you get both our classic COW NWO style sticker and our new heavy duty. Maybe translucent, maybe a hologram Cal AEW tribute sticker. Those you get from the first 200 patrons, get them. So go support the show if you want more. Do it. All right. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.